0: Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, let's get right into this episode. Of course things got real. We're full of turkey. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, great theme song. Listen to this. If I were you, I'd tell you what I'd do. I know a way to make a better sit down or write a letter to your two favorite juice were me I know just how you'd be. You'd have a sticky situation and a little tamerization, some problems with your family. (laughs) <laughs> damn daniel that was really good voice of an angel on that man that guy is jesse gold who i believe we've used his theme songs many a time we met him one time in toronto yeah and i ran into him in santa monica he's as cool as the name jesse gold would lead you to believe plus his music like kind of cool and kind of jewish yeah exactly yeah jesse's a great cool jewish name yeah yeah So if you want to, gold is a cool Jewish last name. Yeah, do you think names have a lot to do with who you turn out to be? Like if your name was Moishe, do you think you'd be cool? I bet not. Really? (laughs) Yeah, that's like the first really big executive decision your parents make in molding your future. Yeah, it's true. Will you be a Jesse or a Moisha? <laughs> Those parents, are the only two options. Your parents wanted you to be a Moisha. That's why they named you Shmuel. <laughs> and I, I begged and pleaded as a six day old for the name. Get, at least give me an ambiguously Jewish name like Amir that I can overcome in some capacity. They said, fine, Shmuel for middle. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jesse Gold. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram and everywhere else at Jesse Gold Music. That's it, at Jesse Gold Music. Dope. Uh, You know that song, Wagon Wheel? So rock, rock me, mama, like, like a wagon, wagon wheel. Yeah. Rock, yeah. Is that like a popular song that a bunch of people do, or is that like a Darius Rucker song? I believe the story of that song is that it's an old Bob Dylan song. Oh. But then it was made popular by like Old Crow Medicine something oh should, even yeah, newer or yeah like older they covered the bob dylan song because it wasn't a popular or even finished bob dylan song oh really I and th- then they think. just like we'll take it and we'll finish they, it yeah and then i now i think it's like so, it was such a popular cover that everyone's covering floodgates are open is what i think oh mama rock me great song that's my parody request of the week if you have a wagon wheel uh if i were you show cover Ooh, nice uh, all right what is this show? This show is a podcast show, Podcast obviously. me, mama. Like it real. real. Oh, that's really yeah. a... good. <laughs> oh, podcasterots me. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm not the artist. I'm you just the are. host. <laughs> so see if you can make it better. You figure it out. That's me throwing the lyrics at a intern that has a guitar in his hand. He doesn't know how to play. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, this uh, is a, an advice podcast. So, the way it works is that you download it with a podcast app, or you can stream the audio live on your computer. You can hear us talk. And the way it works is that the way the things that we say are so kind of entertaining and kind mm-hmm. of humorous yeah. that it makes uh, pedestrian or boring. Uh, tasks or obligations yeah, seem to fly your, by in your a faster commute way or your workout right so like let's say you're washing dishes I uh, that's usually where i go to and it seems it's a mundane well, or tedious that, do you, task do you listen to podcasts while you're washing dishes i don't okay yeah but uh you think other people might yeah i think they might but you when do you listen to podcasts most Ooh, good question uh driving i would say so you all right. So you listen to podcasts most when you're driving. Mm-hmm. But the example for someone listening to a washing podcast dishes. is washing dishes. All right. <laughs> so you're washing a dish and uh, you're listening to us talk. And I guess in, a, in an ideal way, it makes you laugh and it makes you happy and it makes you smile. That's I'll, what a podcast is. Yeah. And this specific one is us answering people's questions. People are often confused in life. We say you can ask us about anything you want. Any advice you need, Jake and I are proud and humbled to give it. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time it's relationship advice just because that's what people are most confused about. But we'll take anything at this point. That's true. Uh, if you have your own questions or maybe even your own theme song submissions, the email address for everything is ifireyoushow at gmail.com. For this episode... I found a couple questions. You found a couple questions. I wonder if we found the same questions. Oh, I did not think that far ahead. No, we did not. Which leads us to the first theme of the podcast. We are sort of adult children. We don't (laughs) often think ahead. That's why our our show is called If I Were You and not... Good advice from therapists. Right. (laughs) Which is a much more boring but probably intellectual podcast that you should also subscribe to. So do you have any questions called FWBFTW? No. All right. So why don't we start with that one that I found from a lady, uh, a sophomore in college. You want to give this lady a fake name? Just so we can refer to her while still preserving her anonymity. This is really for people who've never heard the show before, huh? (laughs) Not a single (laughs) inside joke for the rest of this time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So get all your hat, your day one, your Josh and Vance, the pinch. That's out, all right? Yes, dude. Yes, dude. (laughs) This is like the end of The Terminator where he sort of morphs into everything. Yes, he's the cheese, cheese the dude. dude. Raw day one hack on goose. Hashtag dope. <laughs> All right, this lady's called Kenzie Boner. Nice dude. Yeah. Uh, listen it's up, funny, Diva because wrote... Boner is a silly word, and Kenzie's a well, yeah. dumbass I mean, name. <laughs> Clearly, we're just slighted by somebody named Kenzie. <laughs> somebody at the gym just beat sucks. you up. <laughs> this one's called Kenzie, and I beat the shit out of him. I know it's a lady. I'm so sorry. Uh, Kenzie Boner writes, I'll get right to the point. I'm a sophomore in college and I lost my virginity two months ago. What up? I had been waiting for the one, but then I got horny. Oh. (laughs) You never want to be horny. (laughs) There's only one way to alleviate the horniness. So about three weeks ago, I started a friends with benefits relationship, but due to scheduling conflicts, we were only recently able to have sex about a week ago. So the second time we boned, He ended up sleeping over, and we cuddled throughout the night. Now, I chose this guy for a reason. We don't agree on many fundamental issues, so I know we wouldn't make a good couple. However, after the cuddle session, I realized I'm starting to miss intimacy. So should I A, ditch this dude and wait for someone special? B, Continue this friends-with-benefit relationship that teeters on the line of a real relationship. You know, text throughout the day, cuddle sessions, sleepover, goodbye kisses. Mm-hmm. Or C, lie to myself about not actually needing intimacy and continue this friends-with-benefits relationship while avoiding those constant text, snaps, sleepovers, and cuddle sessions. Thanks. Love the show. I'm a day one baby. I don't know what that means. <laughs> there are no inside jokes anymore. Uh, okay, so I don't understand her three... Uh, options maybe some of them are like overlapping you, let's pretend like you don't have these three options you could do whatever yeah. you want i fucking hate multiple choice yeah all right? this is my life my show <laughs> well it's her life your show okay <laughs> still one out of two i bet uh so she's in a friends with benefits relationship and she's like wait maybe i do kind of like i miss cuddling and intimacy so should i what should I do? Should I ditch this dude for someone special or just continue on this thing and pretend like I don't give a shit about the intimacy? And there's not an option of her being intimate with this guy because they don't agree on anything. Yeah, they don't agree on many fundamental issues, so we wouldn't make a good couple. For instance, I like him and he doesn't like (laughs) me. That's the biggest fundamental issue in every relationship. What are your thoughts on me? Uh, Let's say, I think if she... It sounds like she wants something more than a sexual relationship. So, since she got her horniness uh, quenched, yeah, she might as well forget about this dude for a bit and try to find a boyf. Yeah, Is or she, she can, wants. or she can continue with this dude while she looks for the boyf. Yeah, that's the nice thing about friends with benefits. They're kind of low stakes. Yeah, it's either it's this or nothing. While you look for a boyf, so if this is better than nothing at all, then right. you can just continue doing it while you look for a boyf. This is like sex and no intimacy. Yeah, uh, but then searching for a boy is boyf is no sex <laughs> and no intimacy. Right. So you might as well have the sex if you enjoy the sex and the intimacy if you enjoy the boyf. <laughs> Coming up on NBC's The Boyf. Uh, what are your thoughts on cuddling after a random one night stand esque hookup? Oh, I love it. Oh, you love it. Yeah. So even if, even if it's like a one night stand thing and you're like, I'm never gonna see this person again. Uh, Sometimes especially. I love to have like a girlfriend for the night. (laughs) (laughs) So like spooning, hugging, kissing in the middle of the night kissing the kissing <laughs> yeah and then you're like uh all right uh bye forever. if i had it my way i would like also be able to say i love you during a stand. <laughs> but it really confuses people when you never see them again after that so i learned that the medium way uh i'm definitely down for I-, I like cuddling i'm a cuddler and then do you have you ever been like uh the victim of someone who's like all right i gotta go and you're like wait but don't you want to stay and cuddle like, yeah but like, no I, this is a, a hit and run of sorts when, some, when like, that's happened, like, somebody's like, all right, I'm going to go home. Like, you know you can sleep here. It's like, no, that's okay. Yeah. I'm usually like, that's fine, too. That is an interesting rule some people have. Like, I'm not sleeping over. I don't like sleeping over. Well, although some people, it's more, not a rule, but more like, they, they're they not comfortable. They don't get comfortable. They, they're unable to sleep in other people's beds. Yeah, and that's fine. I think that the rule for that is always, like, if the person wants to fuck and leave, that's kind of, like, that's got to be fine. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't just kick someone out of your house after you've brought them home. What if you sleep in their bed? Do you are you just assuming I'm sleeping there, or That's, do you, you ask know, for permission? I actually, yeah, I don't know if my rule should really check out. I guess it's just it's definitely a case by case basis because I've been in, in a position too where someone was like, uh, "You can go," and I sort of felt like they wanted me to, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'm leaving." Then it is four twelve though. Maybe I'll leave at 9.30. Uh, I think this is what everybody hopes out of a one-night stand, but why does it feel so mean? <laughs> I should go. I'm going to leave. Can I cuddle you before? <laughs> I love you. I'm Yeah, it is funny. It's like you have a, basically a girlfriend for the night. It's such a loving way to sleep with someone that, a, that might, in fact, be a stranger. Yeah. You might kiss them goodbye like you're going to work for the thousandth time. It's funny how that's more intimate. Like, you can literally like you know you penetrate somebody yeah and, and have or have someone enter you sure swapping bodily fluids <laughs> uh coming in front of like into someone or yeah. on someone or with someone something that your best like, friends haven't seen the most intimate thing in the world and then like you're you don't want to like stroke someone's hand in the morning <laughs> like, oh that's a little too real yeah because once the light comes up the magic is over I I guess I always imagined it was like once I leave the room the magic is over. You shut so the like door. So like in that yeah, in this in this room, in this cocoon of lovemaking, I, I it's I a think theater. I feel like we're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, you're you're maybe walking to the bathroom naked, mm-hmm. you're opening oh, yeah. the fridge. It's very boyfriendy. Oh yeah, chugging milk, oh, totally. That's nude. Good. And she's hey, like, Can you not and then you're like, Okay, I'm, here we go. I'll wipe my milk mustache <laughs> off, belch and say you don't love me anymore. Yeah, you give her a gross kiss and she sort of like laughs and is disgusted at the same time it's very oh, that's cute nice. that's yeah a, that's a movie and then you plop down next to her in the bed and she's like oh shit my mom's calling and then you're like oh let me guess she's asking you about like aunt <laughs> oh, I, I, I know some Agra. really weird like intimate information yeah <laughs> how did you know about my aunt elise uh, oh, don't worry quiet Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't about you uh so in conclusion uh Still have fun. You can have fun with this guy. You don't need to be in a relationship with him. <gasps> but if you find yourself maybe growing too attached, that's when you should cut him off. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, uh, all right. Unless Let's, he's getting attached too, then it's kind of like, oh, do we just morph into Yeah. GF and GF? Maybe I'm, that's fine. I wonder how many relationships start with a quote-unquote one-night stand hmm. because that's maybe how the first date goes. And yeah, you don't know yeah, if it's yeah, a sure. one-night stand or the beginning of a marriage how many marriages started with a one night stand Mm, interesting i thought we were one night and how many wedding speeches uh ended with i'm trying to think about my relationships relationships uh and i believe only one of them began that way that's right and of mine One of them did too, okay. <laughs> so it's so the rule is one always does. Amazing! <laughs> it's called the one rule, the rule to rule them one. Wait, two of mine did. Oh shit! Sorry. The exception to the rule. <laughs> the exception proves the rule. <laughs> Very good. I have a. I've got a relationship question of my own from a lady. <sighs> um. Oh, you mean a lady named Dove Gray? Yeah, that's yeah. a cool name. Yeah, Dove Gray. Sorry, I'm just looking at a tab on my computer, and it's, that's the name of a carpet. Yeah, yeah, a paint chip. That makes a lot of yeah. sense, too. <laughs> uh, Dove Gray. This is actually more of a sex question than a relationship one. All right, pass. Yes. Well, come on. Dove Gray writes, Hey, Jake. Hi, Amir. I absolutely adore you guys on the podcast. You seriously make my day. Thanks, Duff Gray. <laughs> I have no question. <laughs> I've been seeing a guy for a while now who is really into dirty talk. The problem is I don't like the word pussy because it sounds gross, yet vagina is too clinical. Do you guys have any tips for dirty talk? And what's a sexy way to, to refer to, you know, my parking space? Hope you guys enjoyed your holiday, Duff Gray. So she she has to say it, she, or she wants to make a rule that he can't say it. The reason I chose this is uh, because I think there's a right answer. Oh, so I want to see if you get there. And By the way, you that is two different ways to interpret it, and I interpreted it as. She wants to say it, and she wants to come up with a different way to say it. Got it. it. Like, I want you to eat or chow down on my ex. My blank is so tight. My blank is so wet. And she thinks vagina's too clinical and Mm -hmm. pussy is too crass. Well, you want to say like, oh, yeah, uh, (laughs) my vagina's so wet. That sounds (laughs) like some sort of issue. Yeah. Um, My pussy's so wet. I mean, I still think that sounds hot, but maybe I'm completely wrong. (laughs) Uh, So there's a word... Before that that's in between vagina and pussy did donald trump ruin pussy for us <laughs> is that one of the other fucking things that he did that's what i'm most mad about i think uh he he stole that word from perverts uh, uh so my uh is uh, mm, hmm, hmm. i'm trying to think mm-hmm. um i'm uh, now i'm at a complete lo- like I'm just trying to think of any adjective. Like, box is kind of like really yeah, it's gross crass. Too. My twat is the worst, I think. Yeah. And like, cunt is bad, too. Right. I think slit's the worst. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. It's, Slit I, it's seems so really funny. gross. <laughs> My slit is so wet. Yeah, you said, wait, did I, I, I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm saying that's the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you, you said that's what she should say. Oh, God, no. Ew. <laughs> Christ. Slit, twat, cunt, pussy, vagina, arm. <laughs> Bob, if you're tail. still listening, uh, I guess you could just keep it up at this point. Is We've a, said the worst we could possibly say. Is there a less sexy way to say it than me brainstorming adjectives? Uh, all right, what do you think it is? You don't say it at all, brother. Down there, clit. You don't say it. Oh, you don't say it. No. So it's a trick question. Yeah, dude. So the adjective I couldn't think of was actually the right choice. Yeah, you just talk about other shit. You talk about his shit. You know what I mean? So she Put wants... your cock in me. Like, oh, <laughs> give me that dick. Fuck me. Spank my ass. <laughs> Lick my tits. Whatever, you know? But you don't. And I'm so wet. You don't... Like, make, make the vagina you. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'm so tight. Is it tight? You know? You don't... <laughs> So oh, it's yeah, as if the vagina is it talking, it and I'm yeah, exactly. It's though it's so you, you are have to, in this moment. You are the vagina. vagina. So two eyes on a little vagina, not unlike some sort of. That's Animated kind of a way to think about it. Yeah. If you are the vagina, then you then you get to say like, "I'm so wet." You don't have yeah. to say, "My pussy is wet," or "My that's vagina right. is wet," or "My slit is wet," or "My." Cr- God. Got it. So, like in in this world, she's a cartoon clam, two googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you with a say pearl say that's the My clam is so tight <laughs> for you. <laughs> and she's saying, "Ooh, uh, kiss me here," but she actually means her vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You say lick it or lick, lick me. Uh, ah, yeah. lick me's kind of weird, but that uh, suffice to say this is obviously the correct answer so you're saying don't reference your vagina at all just don't say it i want to give her a word uh just because she really wants a word i would give her the right answer uh, you want to give her a word fine but yeah, i yeah. i stand by my i stand by my answer so jake says no word and i say down there i'm so wet down there oh mm-hmm. no yeah that's my <laughs> suggestion maybe i guess like if any girl was saying it to me i'd Think it was hot, but you saying it to me, my penis just crawled up inside my navel. You just passed the gay test. Yes. I was so worried because I've been in a relationship with a man for a long time. (laughs) But I have noticed it's been loveless. Uh all right, so those are some options. Solid options. That's what I call answers. Uh we're about halfway through our 20 or 45 minute episode, so why don't we take a break right now? Come back with even more Q's and A's. That's great, because I have to pee. Perfect. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) it's like, interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Check out Squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to Squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we have returned. Yes, dude. How was your Thanksgiving? It was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> we should say we're recording this before Thanksgiving, but we can have the conversation as if it happened. That's cool. Right. Did you survive the thing? Uh, no, I died. Really? <laughs> yeah Jesus right I'm dead no. I died over the weekend <laughs> that is gonna be so dark if it happens dude can you imagine the that would... posthumous podcast I'd want you to run it really yeah you mean that dude actually no I'd I really want you to end the podcast uh dilute HUD gum give it up <laughs> chop it into little pieces uh all the podcasts become independent you stop any oh. like writing <laughs> projects <laughs> this is so selfish yeah I just don't want you to succeed without me. I guess people would be like, Oh, Jake might've been holding him holding him back the whole time. Got it. I guess I can start some, like some, maybe start writing some of my own shit. That could be like a little, no, like I wouldn't want you to write anything. (laughs) Well, I'm saying like, maybe I can even write something about your passing or like some sort of semi-autobiographical dark comedy. Yeah. But if even if that like went, it would, if that went forward and it like was successful, then it would be like, oh, Amir was a better writer without Jake, and I really wouldn't want anything like that. I can make it a little worse than, like, I would I would make, I can even make it a little worse than I would actually make it. Right. So I would make it a little worse, and I would call it your name. I would say to Jake Hurwitz. I would dedicate it to oh. you. So it would be like a love letter to you. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But I would really, again, <laughs> I would hate for something to, like... It would be critically panned. <laughs> huh. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck you, dude. Is it just me? Is it just me? Is it just me? Uh, Yeah, we're recording this before Thanksgiving, releasing after, so it's tough to say how the holidays were, but you you can safely estimate that we ate a lot. Yeah. Oh, you could be like, oh, I fucking, I feel like I haven't worked out in a few days. Right. Uh, I tried to get a good workout in today before we leave. Oh, your last, the the launch off one. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to bring my, I'm bringing my climbing shoes home. Hopefully I'm going to climb with my brother a little bit. That'd be nice. Yeah. How did that go when you climbed with your brother? I ended up only, I was going to, I brought my stuff home. I was going to try to climb uh, (laughs) two or three times, but we ended up just climbing once (laughs) and, uh, even then, it wasn't a good session. <laughs> we just went and got cheeseburgers afterwards. <laughs> cheeseburgers mid Thanksgiving. I would like to. I'm going to go on record and say I think I will. I'm going to. So I know I'm going to get really drunk on Wednesday. Yeah, hungover uh, Thursday for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, which is good timing. Yeah, you're indoors. You're eating a lot of food. Guilt free ish. Right. Oh God, I love God. I, I Thanksgiving is one of the best. Yeah, because it's all food. It's funny. I used to hate Thanksgiving when I was younger. Why? I think because it was like. Family time and not friends. Exactly. And now I miss my family. I see my friends all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of my fucking friends. Yeah. When I'm doing Thanksgiving, it's just family time. And Mm -hmm. we're on like, go to bed at 10 p.m., wake up at 7 a.m. time. Yeah. So you don't, you're not going to go out on Wednesday night. No. Yeah. No going out Wednesday night. It's like, I'm going to be at my brother's house with my nieces, hanging out with them. Then maybe, yeah. Then maybe watching basketball or something. And then if one of them is down, like the eight year old, was telling me about this like new club that just opened up in really? downtown San, uh, SF. Yeah. Yeah. So downtown San Francisco. No way. Yeah. She, I does guess she knows know? the bouncer. So How? because she does like gymnastics with his kids. So she's eight <laughs> Uh huh. and his kids are eight. Yeah. But she like got it. How did she get in good with the bouncer and like know that she needed to get you? Because in. she's like, my dad's a bouncer, her friend who does right. gymnastics with her. It's like, my dad's a bouncer at that new club. You're not going to bring her obviously to the, no. Yeah. It would be me and her. It would be you me and her. In. Yeah. So and then like we would get service there. somewhere? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if we have to pay for the bottle service, but if we get it, like that's such a plus because then we get like the VIP table and you can like so sort of look. This is your. Does your brother, her father, know about this? <laughs> no, we probably won't. It's like our little secret type thing. That's so awesome. we're like super hungover the next day. Yeah. Damn. I think this is illegal. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, you guys are both hungover. <laughs> it's funny to imagine an eight-year-old hungover. That ha- that has to have happened, right? Definitely. I don't think it's funny though when it happens. I bet <laughs> it's like probably really really sad because yeah. like when you're hungover now, you know what you did. Yeah, you're an eight year old does. I don't think an eight year old could comprehend like I drank, I made crazy decisions, and now I'm paying for it today. That's like the nice thing about a hangover, right? You're like you can recognize I you deserve this. This is the this. consequence, the tax. This is, yeah, this is what I'm paying for the fun time. An eight-year-old is probably just like, "I feel very sick and it's so sad." There must be some sort of childlike abuse of parents getting their kids sick uh, or drunk, right? Yeah, because like no six- to eight-year-old would willingly do this drink alcohol. Remember some, how disgusting some, it was they, when you like have might... a sip of your parents' wine and it like tasted like poison? But, yeah, I remember that. But I remember also my little sister liked the taste of beer. Some babies like the taste of like beer or wine. Oh uh, Yeah, you get a little whiskey on your finger and you stick it in the baby's yeah, mouth. But they don't like that. But maybe like an old fashioned or a gin <laughs> <laughs> Ricky. A... a four-year-old <laughs> drinking a Cosmo, <laughs> sipping on uh, a martini well, while de- reading I mean, a newspaper. I mean, they definitely make drinks sweet enough for adults to like them. Yeah. you like your drinks super sweet sometimes yeah that's true I'm sure I can, yeah maybe I can not not anybody in my family but uh, I would like to get an 8 year old drunk oh no what <laughs> so, so fucked up <laughs> uh, alright do we have um, oh wait it's my turn yeah it's your turn my turn to ask answer or ask you a question yeah this one is from a dude okay Uh, you got a name for him Um, Tad Daly <laughs> Because we do things a tad daily around here. I recently matched with this babe on Hinge. Hinge! And we arranged to get brunch together the next day. Brunch went well and we decided to go back to my place to smoke. We ended up spending spending the whole day together. We went to the zoo, watched a movie, went to a party at night. She slept over. Fast forward a few days, we've hung out two more times continue to have fun together holding hands kissing frequently cuddling i even went as far as to delete tinder and hinge from my phone as i don't see the need for them at the moment wow this morning however i decided to re-download hinge to see whether or not she was still active on it okay (laughs) lo and behold she's still on there pretty much every few hours during the day i could just delete hinge again or unmatch her but i'd sort of rather talk to her about it what the fuck do i do here This is really gutting me, but surely it's too early to ask her to delete or not use it. I could tell her that it makes me feel shitty that she's still on there, but I'm not sure what good that will do me. Aside from forcing an ultimatum, me or Hinge, what are my options here? Oh, man. Hinge. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't heard that word in a while. Is it just Hinge? (laughs) Is it just Hinge? Um... Yeah, it's a little bit of a tricky conundrum. I mean, like there was no, what was the what, what was the motivation for him to delete it in the first place? Uh, I think th- this guy's moving way faster than her. He's like two dates in. I'm like, this is the one. I'm deleting this shit. Yeah, I and then think... he like re-downloads it, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm not the one to her. I guess like it, it's fine with it's fine if you da- delete Hinge and you're like, oh, I really like this girl. I don't need to match anybody. But it is sort of an unreasonable expectation for you to uh, assume that she needs to be going at the same pace as you are. Yeah, I think of this as like cheating. So there's no rule. You can't say like don't cheat. and You can't say don't whatever. Uh, you can't. You have to de- delete it. You just have to be so good that the person actively chooses you over any anybody- but other partner. So if you're, like, a great guy, then she'll eventually down- delete Hinge on her own volition. And yeah. it'll mean more because you didn't ask her to do it. You feel like you've never said to a girlfriend, like, hey, by the way, one of the rules of <laughs> dating is that we don't cheat on each other? <laughs> yeah, I would never say that. Right. Yeah. You just sort of assume that sort of, that's <laughs> yeah. like that unsaid one. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to go over that in the intro date. We just assumed that it's not good to cheat on other people. It's kind of the same rule as, like, uh, when I have to stop seeing other people. Yeah. Like if you're, if it starts feeling where it's like, wow, I am legit in a relationship with this person. Hopefully, that other person feels the same way too, and it's not like six months down the line and she's still dating others. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like if it, it's only been a few days, few dates, three dates. I mean, these but these dates do sound kind of epic. Well, you know, they just. They got brunch, got high, went to a zoo, and a movie, and a party. <laughs> and that's that describes four and a half weeks of a relationship. I don't to know. Me. Yeah, I don't know when she has time to even go on Hinge right now. But she's unhinged. <gasps> Actually, when I was reading this, I took a note. I'm like, going to the zoo is probably a fun date, especially if you go stoned. Oh wow! Imagine well, seeing a fucking elephant high. What? About, like the elephant's high? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the eight year old that you brought is drunk. <laughs> uh uh yeah so go so i gleaned from this you should go to a zoo uh aside from that it's yeah, um, a fun date uh don't ask her to delete it you can't ask her to delete it don't bring it up it sounds I, like yeah, you've been i wouldn't snooping on anything i would not do a single thing about it just continue to be cool uh and then maybe she'll just delete it on her own. Yeah, on her own volition. And I feel like when you if you need to talk to her about it, you wouldn't want to frame it as like, so do you want to delete Hinge? Yeah. You would want to say, like, let's should we uh should we stop seeing other people or dating other people? And I've like, you know what I've done is like I've kept apps going longer in the background because it's like Oh, I'm not swiping, but at the same time, I don't want to deactivate yet, you yeah. know, like, because there's something fun about, like, what if I spend three months with this person, and then I go back to the app, and I got a whole pool of people that have swiped for the last three months. Oh, that's fun. And then when you finally delete that, that's when it means a lot more, because you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm really just turning my back on all these people. Yeah, that, I guess that's one of the hard things that uh us millennials have to deal with right especially if you meet someone on these apps you know they're using it yeah the i got the dating pool is so enormous it really it's hard to get out (laughs) it's it's the middle of the ocean unfortunately and unless you've matched with a speedboat there's no end in sight (laughs) uh all right the end next question all right uh by the way did you hear gabrus on twinnovation no it's one of my... It's the funniest. <laughs> it's so fucking good. That's out right now. Yeah. I just listened to it. If you guys have not heard John Gabris guesting on Twinovation, it's like two of my favorite podcasts collided. Uh, I was it's so funny. I should also mention that I was on Barely Friending. I can't talk as glowingly about it because it's me. But uh, if you want to hear my voice talking about... I think we talked about casual sex on that as well. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Barely Friending episode 77. Uh, with special guest me, Amir Shmuel uh, shmooey Moo. So if you guys need DJ Shmoo Moo in the house, if you guys need more podcast content, I'm going to listen to that to innovation tonight. Maybe while I'm uh, running my dishwasher. Oh, there you go. It really. God, it's so funny. They like Gavris is just. The fucking quickest, and <laughs> Dave is the dumbest. <laughs> so it's a match made in whatever the difference between hell and heaven is. Yeah, I mean you just have to hear. And also, Gabrus had like never heard the show before, so like when Dave's <laughs> pitching, he's reading a manifesto off his phone. Gabrus is so confused. That's great. What the fuck are you doing? What is this? is this? Dave does this every week. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's just talking about the singularity and John is like, I don't think you know what it is. (laughs) It's true. It is fun to like hear an outsider perspective on twin evasion because they have such a shared language and ecosystem that nobody dare question it. Yeah. All right. And also like somebody that's just like Gabriel that comes in has no interest in like trying to to like cater to their audience. He's just like himself making fun of uh, Dave. It's great. All All right. Anyway, yeah. uh, This is coming from a 15-year-old boy. Oh. Yeah, what's his name? Diddly Did. Diddly Did. Diddly Did writes, I am a 15-year-old male turning 16 next April, and I have a sticky situation on my hands. I'm currently in my high school's 21-and-under soccer team, and I'm thinking of quitting because of this shithead team captain he's pretty good well on the other hand i'm not the best and even though i know this myself he keeps reminding me that i'm shit every time i see him. <laughs> as i've said i know i'm not the best but i'm definitely not the worst even my other teammates say i've been proved and that i'm not bad he's even told other teammates that he would tell the coach to not have me start the games i have a couple of years left in high school then i'm off to college i was wondering if i should quit the team and not deal with that shithead anymore or should i push through and stay on the team My reason for staying in the team is so that I have something on my CV. Do colleges even check sporting achievements? (laughs) Is it important to have this on my CV? Please help me. Thanks in advance. Diddly did. All right. A lot of thoughts there. Number one, high school under 21 team. Who's on the high school over 21 team? Yeah, that person shouldn't be on the team. (laughs) Uh, That's illegal. Uh, I was thinking if I was 15 now, would I listen to podcasts? Would you listen to podcasts? I probably, if I was 15, I don't know. Like, did the 15-year-old version of me do things like listening to... Yeah. I guess I probably would have because I was like watching funny internet videos and listening to like Adam Sandler cds CDs. right i liked comedy albums right 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 so yeah if there was like a way for me to get more comedy i probably would we would be like comedy nerds listening to comedy podcasts yeah i bet um all right so and then what else what else this reminded me of is i remember two sports memories when i was around this age number one i don't know if i ever talked about this but it's a really funny story there was when and when i was in eighth grade so when i was 14 there were basketball tryouts for middle school basketball. Uh, and there was only like 80 kids in my grade, but like half of the grade tried out. So there was like 40 dudes trying out. So the rule when middle school was, especially at my middle school, because it was a private Jewish middle school, is that if you wanted to play, you could play. They'll just make more teams. So it was, <laughs> there was the A team, the B team, the C team, and the fourth team with... <laughs> <laughs> the saddest name of all imagine something sadder than the d team it's really low the, it, it's so sad oh, and i was smart enough to know it it was called the nba team <laughs> the nba team as if we were so bad they that- <laughs> To make us feel better, Wait, like there was the after sh- the D team, there was no. The NBA? It was oh. A team, B team, C B team, team, and, and the NBA, NBA team. <laughs> As if you are so dumb and bad at basketball, we're not even going to like legitimize <laughs> you by saying you're a step below the C C guys. Yeah so i tried out and i thought i did pretty well but i uh when they started listing off the teams a team all my friends b team some of my friends c team not even me d team or sorry nba team all the people who have pretty much never played basketball before <laughs> and me and i'm like oh my god this is mortifying some of them are happy because they're on the fucking nba team but i have to like tell them, no that's it's patronized it's really bad guys <laughs> yeah. Come in the nba try out uh so I I was in a situation where I'm like this is kind of embarrassing maybe I should just quit I don't want to play with all these people that never played basketball before these scrubs but I played I stayed with it it was actually really fun because they uh, appropriately put me on the worst league, but I was the best player in the worst league. So compared to somebody that's never played basketball before, I was like <laughs> averaging 18 points a game because I can actually like oh, shoot. You could dunk all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so it felt great to be the best player on the worst, saddest name team. Oh, man, uh, that's funny. So that one wasn't quite for college, but it did remind me, it reminded me or it gave me the idea to tell this guy to stick it out Uh, because quitting is probably even sadder than getting made fun of while being on the team. Yeah, I mean, fuck this guy. I just, I I had to answer this question because I had to say, fuck this team captain who's like picking on you. That's the opposite of what a team captain is supposed to do. Yeah, but you know, high school, sports, it's all just, it's like a combination of every terrible hormonal douchebag asshole thing happening at the same time high school sucks but i and the other thing i wanted to say is that he's only 15 like he might not have had its growth spurt yet you know like you are so tiny when you're 15 you started if you like practice playing soccer and keep on playing for the next four years you will get a lot better it's it's also funny because when you said um he's only 15 i thought you were talking about the bully so it'd be funny to be like if this guy Gave him a comeback. He's like, what the fuck are you being a bully for? You're only 15. Like, just start acting like you're 33. <laughs> dude, you're so, like, you're picking on me. You're a fucking 15-year-old. 15, dude. Yeah, how old are you? I'm 15, too. And I'm just, I'm just saying, saying. we're both 15. It doesn't matter because we're all 15. Compared to adults, we're kind of losers. Actually, I'm fucking the uh, English teacher's wife. Really? Amazing. Jesus. How do you have a mustache already? I'm 33. I'm the coach. You (laughs) You should be on the over 21 team then. Uh, All right. Do you want to answer one more question before Mm -hmm. you have to go? I think you found three. I only found two. Oh, yeah. I have a third third and final question. Hell yeah. Uh, All right. This is from a gal. A gal. We'll call her Abraham Gal or a gal for short. Okay, a gal. Abraham Gal writes, So I've managed to get myself into a bit of a situation. I broke up with my boyfriend a few months ago. No problems. It was very mutual, and we're still good friends. But when we broke up, the only rule he had was that I wasn't allowed to hook up with my best friend. My best friend and I have always been extremely close, and he has always been fairly affectionate to me, to the point that it sometimes used to annoy my boyfriend while we were together. But there was never anything between us romantically, so at the time of my breakup, I agreed, thinking it would never happen anyway. (laughs) (laughs) problematically after my breakup my relationship with my best friend began to change we became closer and our relationship became more sexually charged (gasps) in a way i had not anticipated oh no but she promised her ex since then we've both (laughs) fucked a few times and it's been fine but we don't want any more than that we definitely don't want to date each other and know we're better off just being friends so i have two questions one, how bad of a person am I for sleeping with my best friend when I promised my ex-boyfriend I wouldn't? <laughs> my best friend and ex are also very good friends and it would completely fuck up the good friendship I have with my ex. Two, do I have to tell my ex-boyfriend this happened? Not many people know and I don't think there's any way it will get back to him unless I tell him. I don't want to hurt him, but I don't but I didn't mean for this to happen. Anyway, thanks and sorry for the long email. Love your show, big fan for years, Toda Abraham girl. Mm, that's really funny. I love the idea of Abraham entering a pact after breaking up with someone who's like, all right, you got to break, we'll break up, but you can't hook up with your old boyfriend. you like, all right, fine. Done deal. (gasps) Shit. You don't get to make rules (laughs) posthumously. You you don't even want to do rules in the relationship. (laughs) Yeah, that shouldn't even be stated if you're still in the relationship, let alone after you break up. And it's so that happens all the time. Whenever you break up, there's just like a couple things that the person doesn't want to see you go and do. Yeah, and you, of course, everybody agrees to these things, but it doesn't. It doesn't hold any water after the fucking fact. Yeah, I don't even like the "hey, let's stay as friends" thing, and that's completely within the two people. Once you start oh, bringing yeah. in other people, that guy never made a rule. Right. It's so, and you never like get hit up by somebody like a couple months later, and they're saying. You said we were going to be friends. Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's just something I said to not hurt your (laughs) feelings in the moment. I thought we both knew. Yeah, I didn't think we were off to play basketball together on Saturday. You know, shit that I do with my actual friends. Yeah. Ah, God. So no, you don't owe your ex-boyfriend anything. The one stickiness is the fact that the ex is friends with this guy. Yeah. So he's like... It's kind of sad, but he's like, can you just not fuck my best friend? I just, I can, I don't think I can live with that. I'm yeah. down to break up, but promise me you won't fuck my best friend. And that's, I I guess I would say that she probably shouldn't have fucked her ex's best friend. <laughs> that's like a little messy. That's a sticky. That's a little messy. But it is her best friend. Yeah, if it's, I guess like the three of you guys were best friends and you're just fucking everybody, that's uh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Do you think she has to tell the person? I think that she was allowed to do it. I think it's fine that it happened. I think it's more fucked up on the guy's behalf. Right. Like, if your ex-girlfriend fucked me, you'd be more mad at me. Yeah, because you and I have the relationship that you should respect. (laughs) Her and I don't have any relationship that needs to be respected. It's a love triangle, but only two of the nodes are connected. Yeah, It's a love carrot. I guess, like, it's more up to your... The guy that your best friend, the guy that you've been fucking to tell your boyfriend. Yeah. Or ex boyfriend. Or not tell him. Or not tell. But then it's a secret. I would rather that he knows. Cause it's definitely the kind of thing that you that he might find out. And it seems like the longer a secret's been kept, the more it hurts. Oh, I would say the opposite. Like if you found out that I had slept with your ex girlfriend eight years ago, you wouldn't be that mad. I guess I wouldn't be No, I I wouldn't be like 8 years ago is definitely yeah that's that's different. <laughs> uh but it it would probably eat at me a little bit. Right. But if you found out that I like you break up with someone today and I hook up with them tomorrow, that would hurt the most. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think if I broke up with somebody 8 years ago and you and I found out you started hooking up with them the day after, maybe I'd still be mad that you kept that secret for so long. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Um a friend hooking up with an ex. Huh i don't think so tight yeah maybe it has not in like a meaningful way i also have almost never cared about an ex (laughs) (laughs) have you ever hooked up with a friend's ex uh i don't think so good dude maybe i have i don't know baller dude it's never i've never done it in a way that's like come to a head that i can think of yes dude Yes, dude. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's listening who's like, you fucking asshole chick. Not even me. <laughs> Broomhilda, eight foot four, seven 712 stones. I still love you. Uh, all right. That's it. Post-Thanksgiving episode in the books. If you have your own questions, your own theme song submissions, please send that shit over to show at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Jesse Gold. The closing theme song is written by Lucas uh, what was your podcast recommendation again? Oh, uh, Twinovation. John yeah. gabers from High and Mighty. Gaber's on Twinovation, and uh, mine was me on Barely Friending. So check them out if you got some more time in your drive uh, and want to listen to more of us. Uh, highly recommend it. Why are you washing your dishes? Wash that dish, bro. Uh, all right, we'll be back either Thursday or Monday. Bye. Ciao. Welcome to If I Were You. podcast.